This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon to Russell Armitage, enthusiast as always, and for once, <laughs> homebound. Right. Well, you have to be, don't you? You have to be. There's so many things happening in our, our world that it's, um, you've got to keep trying to keep positive. There's no point otherwise. But even close to home, Russell, you never know where you're going to end up. No, no, and standing by for the. I thought the Waikato might. It's a great, uh, such a such a oh such a uh, what's the word I'm looking for to have a, a double whammy for Auckland after those poor people have had their places flooded and had all the gear cleaned out and um, sorted out and thought they were on a, the road to recovery to have another. Um, a terrible storm and it looks and it sounds as though it's going to be worse because this yeah. one's going to have strong winds and yeah. I thought the Waikato was going to be um, would be as always miss out because we have we're quite protected by the hills around us but it looks as though we're going to get a bit of a slam too yep. so we're all hunkering down in our houses waiting yeah so you've got a comment on the road signs and so have I the over new, on, the over use of the signs at uh, um, the cycleways. There are oh, so really? many of them. Those sticks in the middle of the road, buses and having trouble getting around them. There is this. Oh. Th- this is just too much of this rubbish. Right. Would well, have you raise it with your councillor? Uh, yeah. Well, are they available? <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I got a letter back straight away from good good Angela Leary, who I didn't realise is the um, deputy mayor now, to say she will pass on my comments about signage to the appropriate authority. <laughs> Because um, she also agreed with me that they were confusing. Yeah. And yeah. while we're on transport issues, what is so so confusing, I use the buses a lot, yeah. I have to say, is that, you know, they've got these um, electronic indicator boards with, you know, with, um, with a, um, a, a solar panel above it, and you press a button, it tells you when, when the, the next bus is due and what, what the route is. Well, none of them have been for months now none of them are working yep i can i can claim that the one i use regularly is by uh, right opposite the police station on um near the bridge and i'm going 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 home to hillcrest they're not working yeah, yeah. Um, no well, well none of them are and i've go around a lot and all the people on the, the, well, the people i speak to at the bus stops they say the same thing now i've raised this with the um what they call is it go bus or bus it um, and they said makes all sorts of excuses about it's going to be fixed. It's um, you know, it's also I don't know what the problem is because these sorts of indicators are very helpful for any. I mean, I know you can get these things on your phone, but not everybody's got that sort of ability. They need to be working, um, and I don't know why it's taking them so long to get them uh, properly working. So that's another yep. little little grizzle, yep. um, um, uh, which I don't like to do. But I always, right when these things go wrong, I always raise them. We've been uh, having difficulty, have we, in uh, locating, our, orientating ourself, ourselves when we're on the Hamilton Eastern Bypass. What yeah. particularly is the problem? Um, well, I've, I'm sorry, was that, was that a question? A question of how could we be led astray 
on such a modern... I know, I don't know. I, I mean, they get all these experts and all this sort of advice, but um, it doesn't seem to be... They need to, they need to be asking the average driver, really. People never seem to do this when they, when they devise these things, as to what makes the most sense. And they would have been told quite, quite easily with the case of coming into Hamilton from the north or south that on the eastern bypass, the, 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 the thing is, <laughs> it's Hamilton eastern suburbs that, are, that is what you want... Is, is, um, is what has to be said. So driving from but, but Auckland... talking about indicators, I mean, I had friends who came down um, two days ago and, um, on the train from Auckland. They just got the train down, stayed the night, had a meal and um, um, looked around the city and enjoyed it and went back. Well, when they went to the, the eyesight to ask how they got from um, Hamilton City to Frankton Station or the the woman, um, or the person at the, at the eyesight, wouldn't tell them. Extraordinary, and didn't tell them that the best place to go, the best place to get the train is actually, if you haven't got a car, is the um, is the Rotokari Transport Centre, where there is transport going to it. So that's that's a bit disappointing. Um, and and I, I went on the train two days ago and had it, and went up, stayed the night, and came back the next day. Uh, but what is disappointing is that why it, I mean, there must, there must be a reason why it doesn't start its journey at the station underneath the, um, the transport centre. You know, this Hamilton City Central Transport Centre, that would be the perfect place to start the train because it's right in the middle of the, of the city. And if people have got cars, well, it can also stop it at Frankton as well. So that's a question I need to, we need to ask. And in fact, I've made contact with... Dave McPherson, as you know, the ex the councillor who was on the council for a long time, and he's retired with his partner to um, Port Chalmers and post these wonderful photographs of the splendid weather and splendid views down there. But he was a great champion of Tehuia and was uh, instrumental in, you know, in pushing to keep it going. So I just, in fact, um, got his uh, asked him what was the reason because they must have considered using that. Um, underground station which you'll know yeah. i mean you must be aware it exists there yes yeah, I, I, I i do i'm in i'm i've been in center place when everything starts rocking and rolling yes that's right well so there must be a reason why they haven't used it because it'd be absolutely the perfect place to start to start the train service for those particularly visitors because they haven't got uh, a car transport so that's just another and while we're on on, on, the, on the my mind jumps all over the place must be the weather all those places, uh, is that at the lovely, wonderful Lido Cinema, there's a film which I would recommend to everybody to see. It's still on, and it's doing you know, most days on. It's called The Lost King. Have you seen it? No. Tell us about Why it. Why not? <laughs> well, I, I, um, I live in Ham- I, I've moved from this side of the river to the other side of the river. I'm living in Hillcrest now. And okay. Yes. Was a good bus service in Hillcrest to the city? Um, yeah. The Lost King is the, is the, the true story <laughs> about how this enthusiast, once again, an, an amateur enthusiast from Scotland, decided she needed to find, um, as part of the rehabilitation process, find the, um, the, the grave of Richard III, which, as you know, was found some years ago under a car park in Leicester. Well, this, this film is a story about that whole true story, how that yeah. actually place and what happened and how because she was an amateur and I suppose partly because she was a female she was slightly sort of bypassed or ignored or not taken seriously by the um the um Leicester University and the other academics in Leicester 
Um, but it's a wonderful film, beautifully acted and beautifully filmed, and of course a true story. Lest the University comes out in the film very badly, it's based on her book, so I actually sent an email to Lester University last week and saying, you come out very badly in this movie. <laughs> um, does, it, is, does the film reflect correctly the situation? Well, if they've come back and said it doesn't actually, there's been a bit of, you know, poetic license in making their film to make them look worse than what they actually were. Yeah. Is it, so is there it, you go. Is, is it due to Shakespeare that poor old Richard got uh, the, um, the trouble he got into? Was poor old Will Shakespeare a bit mistaken? Well, well it, wasn't, it wasn't Shakespeare who got... He was just repeating the, um, the propaganda that the Tudors had put out because there's lots of information given in the film, which was, I suppose, has been available, um, that make it clear that the things that were said about him were not true, but were sort of pushed by um, by um, Henry the Seventh to, to more justify, uh, you know, his defeat of Richard and claiming the throne. I mean, apparently, when he um, the, when he gave his, his um, Edward Henry the Seventh gave a speech to Parliament after the battle, he mentioned the things that he thought yeah. were wrong about Richard. He never mentioned the death of the of the of the the princes in the tower because the fact is they were still alive. Yeah. Um. There was a there was a modern take on that um, that scenario. There was a movie oh, about twenty years ago with Sir Ian McKellen and playing a very modern. It, it looked oh, like that, yeah. that was a film of the play of, yeah. Richard's, of, Richard's, of Shakespeare's play. That's right. Yeah, with Sir Ian McKellen playing a kind of Nazi yeah, type, yeah, type leader. Yeah, he was an army, an army general. They had you know tanks coming through walls and things like that. Yes, yeah. it was very good. Yeah. but that was the actual play. This yeah. is that. This is um, because up until now there was a sign on the, the on the river bridge in Leicester saying from this bridge the remains of Richard III were thrown into the river. Well of course that wasn't true and it was had, had been known for quite a while that he was buried somewhere and the, and the, the process of finding the grave um, which happened to be under the car park for the Leicester Social Services ironically is extremely good so I, I can only strongly recommend the film. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's terrific. It, it, it is. Um, yeah. Getting back to transport, uh, living in Hillcrest now. Yes, what yeah, is. yeah, because at at a certain point, all the buses got cut off. You can't get into town after a certain time of night. The late buses. There's no late buses That's out. That's true. To, That's very. Yes, I know. I know. Yep. You so can't, I, but nothing's perfect. Yeah, nothing, nothing's perfect. And yet you allude to your experience traveling, and it's extensive in Europe. Yeah. And say there that they really know what they're doing when it comes to planning? Oh, yes. I mean, if you want an example, if the, if the city wants an example of how a good public transport system works, they can do no better than go to Prague, where the information for people using public transport is terrific. Um, you know, all the signs work, all the, inf all the electronic information is there. You know exactly when your next tram is coming um, and when the one after that is coming and where it's going. Uh, um, but, of course, they've got... A, they've got you know, a much bigger population, and it's Auckland that could be looking at them for an example. Uh, but the, the, the population is much bigger, and many people don't have cars because they live in apartments. So, you know, it's it's not it's very unreasonable for people here to make the judge us yeah. on those on 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 the same basis. It's a different society. We yeah. don't live in apartments. Yeah, with, with, with our transport system, uh, Richard, I don't think we can blame the Hamilton City Council. I blame the Waikato Regional Council. Oh, yes, of course. No, you can't blame the City Council. They don't they don't manage the transport, and it's not their job. But but um, you no, know, I don't know what they. I mean, 
Um, and I, when I say use the buses, often the buses that I go number five is there's hardly anybody on it. Yeah. Um, so it's a case of usage as well. And I gather it dropped off a lot during COVID and hasn't yeah. got quite back to the same level. All you can do is just, um, um, and no, I've got no answer. There needs to be more services. And yeah. Perhaps it should be free. Yeah, you you you, you mentioned the well, it's free uh, the, for me, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Go Bus, and it's yeah. it's run by a Scottish couple who are up on human trafficking charges at the moment. Really? Yep. They're well, they in, they're, be, they um, are. They should they should be. Well, this should be, I suppose, made known, and they shouldn't be anywhere near a public transport. Yep, system. no, no, it's been on the BBC Scot- Scotland webs. Um, you, you may catch it, you may pick it up on if you go to BBC in uh, Scotland and uh, <laughs> human trafficking <laughs> charges. I've, I've, I've just been brought a cup of tea, isn't that nice? It yeah. surely is. The specific <laughs> issue that you await a response from Waka Kotahi yeah, Transport it Agency. They gave me a long response and a very detailed explanation. And that was in response to your complaint that someone in a position to drive from Auckland encounters the signage indicating Hamilton City, where you were bound. That is a right lane. Yeah. But thereafter, there's a reference to Hamilton exits. Yes, on on the same sign. What's more, it's on the same sign. Left the Hamilton exits that route or right for Hamilton City well what do you do <laughs> yes somewhat a dilemma to know which is indicating yes, Hamilton where you need to Hamilton go Hamilton Central or Hamilton CBD that's all I need to say on the right and then I would have known immediately I'm not going to Hamilton Central or Sampton Centro or whatever to call it or the city centre I'm going to um, well the other Hamilton exits they should have had Hamilton East exits really I think yeah, no, and, no, Hamilton East is a, is a suburb of, of Hamilton, but no, but nobody driving would know that, and it wouldn't really matter. What language is used in the signs of the that you've seen work efficiently in Europe? Are they based on the country whose boundaries you are passing through? No, they um, are uh, in Europe. They're all there's um well, they use the international sign, the international signage. You know, the same colours. Uh, the same, almost the same lettering, and they would, and for things like a, a, a city, it's always, often they have a, a big, tar, you know, like a, a series, series of circles to indicate like a target, meaning the center, alongside, if you can't read city center, the sign, that's little, there's a symbol afterwards, looks like a, um, a series of, of circles with a, like a, a bullseye. And that 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 will, that's quite clear. That you're going to the centre. Well, if you're not going to the centre, you you don't go that that exit. But all the signs are, are standardised in terms of um, you know the the way the, the size of the, the size, the colour, and everything. And yeah. we use the same. It's just a really a question here of using um, uh, um, the right terminology. And they didn't actually. Obviously, they didn't ask anybody or or consult anybody. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have been. I would have known. Well, Richard, are the streetlights working in Prague because half of them in this city aren't? In um, Wellington? Uh, no, no, sorry, in Prague. Are the streetlights on? Yeah, but, but, but did you see that article about Wellington? Oh, big, big um, streetlights. Because I walked I mean, down... Did, did you see that a few no, days no, ago? No, no, because... For, for uh, two years, it had these, you know, these big tall ones with an, you know, with an arc, with a big curved light at the top. For the last two years, they've been dropping off. 
Well, and, I, you know, oh, this, is, this is on the main, the main sort of road that goes around Oriental Bay up to the airport. They've been dropping off slowly one by one, and it showed all these yeah. these decapitated, lamp, um, you know, big tall curved lampposts. And it was only they only got some action when one of them fell on the councillor. Well, I, this is similar. I t- was talking to a bar owner last night and she told me after three weeks in Hood Street where the lights haven't been working, the street lights, she got onto the powers at B and told them that the street lights weren't working. And yeah. uh, they were on last night, or well, most of them were. But on Hill Street last night when I went back into town, I was it was pitch black. And, oh. that, and that has been like that for weeks and weeks oh. and weeks. Now, and something's not working somewhere in the, um, in the system because... Um, I've had this ongoing battle about these what I call Clayton's crossings, you know, these, these courtesy crossings with, um, where you, then it's not actually like a zebra crossing, it's, it's, a, it's a, a slightly sort of pinky coloured stone that's slightly raised, yep. and you're supposed to, you know, the, the traffic and the pedestrians are meant to sort of, um, uh, what's we use a bit of courtesy and, and cross when there's no traffic, or the yep. car's supposed to stop when they see somebody there. Well, people don't. That, Pedestrians aren't like that. They're, ner- they're obviously nervous of, of cars, so they're not going to. They're going to wait there until it only takes. You have to wait for a polite driver to stop and let people across. There should be a proper crossing, and at the, 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 the an important crossing between the exit from Centre Place into Barton Street. Yeah. There are at night. I've been there after cinemas, and there are no lights. It's it's you know in the dark, so it's it's not. It's, yeah. it's not safe. And they should go back to a... I don't know who came up with this loony idea about these courtesy crossings. Pedestrians need to give it yep. priority. I've been on those crossings and cars are not stopping. I'm, no, I know. Yep. And, of course, then, uh, then someone at the entrance to Wintech puts down these plastic mats or whatever they are. Yeah. Um, Remember when they put all those paintings down, all those fa- looked like the Wizard of Oz down oh, on that was uh, for the, 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 the Pratt. Well, that was a stupid. That was because they got money from the central government for traffic yeah. calming solutions, and someone came up with that idea. And, and that's all gone. And so weeks, we end, yeah, and we weeks later, we they took it away. We mustn't have a program of complaints like this and grizzle bumming. No one, no one's listening, Richard. Russell. Sorry, 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 Russell. No one is listening to us, and uh, it's hard to get any communications out of City Council. No, that's not correct. Oh. Well, I mean, have you spoke? Have you have you spoken to a, a councillor? Got on the got them on the program. Well, I I, I don't know. Shall, who, I, shall I, I shall I point them in your direction? <laughs> Um, I'll, next time I bail up, uh, say the mayor. Next time I, I will tell her, and she has she has got to start listening. Yes, we'll do that. Yep. Um, okay, and, what, and also the new CEO is pretty good. Yeah. Well, he, he, I hope he's better than the last one. Well, we won't, won't go there. But uh, yesterday well, we... The last one was excellent. <laughs> no, well, yeah. Um, and oh, come a, on, come a, on. A, you, yeah. you mean uh, Richard? Um, what's, what's his surname? Oh, we forget. But another thing, Richard, yesterday... Richard, um, Richard Briggs. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was an- excellent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, another, another thing, Russell... I, mean, I, I had coffee with him regularly. Uh, yeah. An- another thing, too, we were told there was going to be a big gang fight in town yesterday. It never... Well, it, 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 it's happened not in this part of the city, but I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring in Dwayne. Dwayne, where did it happen? It happened. Um, happened at the uh, Norton Community Centre and also Fraser High School on Friday afternoon. Really? Yep. yep. And what they did was they went from there, scarpered. I heard last night there was going to be one at Raglan and also a Bay of Plenty. 
Yep. You so, heard from what you say? You who did you hear from? I heard it from. It was on the Hamilton Police Crime site. Oh, and what happened? And um, well, I haven't heard yet. I haven't checked my site yet to see if it did happen. But apparently they were all set to go to Bay of Plenty as well. And it was supposed to happen at the Hamilton Lake yesterday morning. Did it? Um, no, because I was around that area. Well, you, I mean, you people in the, in the news room would have heard of it, anything had happened. What, what, have you asked the police this morning, guys? I haven't been in contact with the police, but we 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 normally chat with Dwayne on police matters because he's got his ear to the ground. He he. he you asked the police this morning what happened. Oh look, hey, apparently um, it was just a um, some type of hoax. They know who actually set the. It was all a hoax. Yep. Well, have they got them? Have they got the hoax? They right know. There? They know uh, which guys they were. And um, I think the police did arrest a 11-year-old and a 13-year-old that night. <laughs> My goodness. So the, all these things about gang stuff was, was a complete hoax. Yep, um, because it was formulated by... Because there are on, the, on some of the walls around town, there are three numbers. And we think that this is an offshoot of some of the youth gangs around town. Oh, uh, well, they better be held to account. Yeah, yeah this doesn't happen in Prague, does it? No, of course it doesn't. It yeah, probably wouldn't rate much of a mention given the violence. Well, they don't have gangs for a start. Right. <laughs> so, that, so, that, so that wouldn't apply, no. And it seems that forces are pitched against each other, heralding what could be a major military struggle in the Ukraine. Really? Well, you mean, I mean, it's coming up an anniversary, the tanks are assembling, and it appears that they are ready for... Well, you, a, mean, you mean this is the, uh, between the Ukraine and, and Russia? Indeed. Oh, well, yes, I'm sure. We can't, we, we can't do much about that. No, but the people who you know can be much affected by hostility. No. no? No, no. All they've done is look after very well the half a million refugees they've got there you know they've found them accommodation and the kids have, have got places in schools and so they've done very well with yeah. looking after that right. number but but there is now you know i heard there was eight million refugees it's yeah. a tragedy which could have been avoided which should never have happened but that's how things work in this world yeah. well, one country that is, is looking after these ukrainian uh, refugees is scotland and yep they they look after their people on Poor old Nicola Sturgeon will stay with Scotland. Poor old Nicola Sturgeon, she's got caught up in the trans row. With this, is she a man or is she a woman? This uh, woman who, as a man, raped these two victims and... Um, what are you talking I mean, what? You seem to be going off on sort of a tangent this morning. Yeah, well, we've, we, I, I know, what, but... What are, you, what are you talking about? There is a transgender row in Scotland at the moment with this... I'm, I'm, I'm over all that stuff. Yep, transgender. It's all too much for me. It's all. It's yep. got far too much importance. It's given far too much news coverage. It's not. It isn't really relevant to the average person. Well, this could bring Sturgeon down actually if it if it goes on any further. No, it won't. <laughs> I've got too many friends in, in Scotland. I think she's very she's very good. No, it won't. I, 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 you're, I, you're, I, look, you're, you're sounding like an alarmist. 
No, no, no. I, look, yes, hey. you are. No, no. R- Russell, I do the Scottish program. I've got a report on this thing. And oh, all right. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's, look, it's, I think it's the transgender issue is a bit of a myth. Yeah, yeah. No, no, because Britain has blocked um, a bill by Scotland wanting to give rights to transgender people in Scotland. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, we'll get we'll we'll end we'll end there on that on that particular you matter. Do that because we're in on something positive because we're going to be blown to glory in a, in a few in a, an hour or two. Well, I, I I tell you that yesterday here's some positive news. I spent my birthday afternoon out at Emerge out in Rotorua yesterday. Oh, a, right. a, an organisation that looks after people with disabilities. Um, both my brother and I travel. Uh, have Asperger's, and I was a guest of my brothers yesterday, oh, and they lovely. even they even sung me Happy Birthday yesterday. So oh, very nice. And it, it, it was a it was a wonderful afternoon, and some of That's these good good to hear. Yeah. I was supposed to be going to a fiftieth birthday party at five o'clock on Hamilton Gardens today. <laughs> I don't think it'll happen, will it? But Philip Mackay of um, Cambridge, who does a, who works for an excellent company called Power Architects. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, uh, I, I had a lot of discussion on Cambridge yesterday with some of the people there of this thing yesterday. Still a good town, my hometown. Yeah, it's amazing. And the amount of retirement villages there is, oh. is extraordinary, isn't it? Um, talk, talking about, uh, finally, are you going back to Prague to do some I, more teaching? Well, I'm not sure. Um, I might go, I'm not this year, but I will certainly be going back next year because I, by a strange coincidence or a peculiar set of circumstances, I've been asked to write a play uh, about chess. And the t- <laughs> would you believe I don't play chess that well, but they thought I could do it. It's and it's going to be performed at the 2024 International Chess Tournament in Prague. So yeah. I will p- go back for that. Well, talking about chess, will there be a certain man called Bobby Fischer mentioned in your play? Uh, only very, very vaguely, because it's. I've actually. I've, um, I was given a book not because of the play, but when I read the book, it was about a, a leading. Um, chess champion who beat Bobby Fischer and who beat Spassky and became the world chess champion. He's Czech. And because he was born on the same year as me, this is why my friend gave me the book. But when I began to read the book, I could see that it was absolutely material for a play. For I'll just very brief, for example, when he was six, his, his father was um, a film director in Prague, always in trouble with the um, authorities and always getting offside with them. So he took, on his son's sixth birthday, they took them to the airport, he and his mother, and they went on a balloon ride over Prague. Yep. Very exciting. The father didn't go because he had... Um, he was scared of heights. So when they came down back from the balloon ride, there was a letter left at the um, at the management or the or the organisers from the father saying, "I'm very sorry, but I've defected to to, to, to Germany." Yeah. Well, we and so he writes so the boy of six <laughs> who became the chess player, and the mother were left on their own for, for, a, for to fend for themselves. But he met his father 15 years later. But how's that for an opening yeah. scene? Come down from a balloon ride, and your father's gone to the to the west. Well, t- talking about music, and you like music, I see the New Zealand um, Air Force Band is coming to town later this month, so... Um, oh, jolly good. Well, they're excellent. I hope we all go. Yeah, I, I hope so, too, and I, I hope there's some classical music that you can be listening to in the next... up at the well, university. Well, talking of that, classical music, I've just seen the NZSO's programme for this year. Very disappointing. One of the least inspired programmes I've ever seen. Well, Hammond gets... Uh, normally gets three or four concerts. They get three 
this year, which is fine. But they're all three days in a row. Yep. And and you to hear that? Yep. Three days in a row, one after the other. That's it. Yep. And uh, talking about broadcasting, I hope you're happy that the proposed RNZ TV I never knew merger why is was, gone. Uh, what the merger was all about, uh, apart from giving us something like the BBC or the ABC, which uh, would have been very nice, but. Um, it, we just we just too small for that sort of thing. Yep. No, so I'm I, glad. I'm probably I'm probably glad it's gone. I really don't know. It's like, my main concern is that the concert program re- uh, maintains its standard and its integrity. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Of course. And old Willie Jackson. I think it's time for him to uh, go off into the I sunset. Just slow down and talk. Talk slowly and 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 say less. Because <laughs> uh, when you hear him being interviewed on that Jack Tame program, I didn't understand. I mean, anybody watching would oh, have a clue what they were talking about. Is that that infamous? interview that I heard about on Media Watch this morning. Uh, anyway, you, Russell, you far too much. hey, we, we beg to differ. We'll, ha- we'll have to get back to you on uh, and keep up on the pressure on those road signs. Yes, yes, <laughs> indeed. Okay. We're well, good chatting to you guys and I hope you don't get um, blown around today. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to shelter. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully shelter in the library later in the afternoon. Oh, very, oh, very good. Hey, cheers, mate. See you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. That was a tough interview, Mel. <laughs> hey, yeah, no. It is uh, 1.30. Who are we going to speak to next, Mel? We are trying to connect with some of those who are on the Coromandel Pacific coastline who are trying to cope with bad publicity that's leading their potential customers to suppose that they can't get through. But we'll try for the latest developments and hope that they can still maintain their businesses proceeding under better conditions than those that reach us from the worst of the cyclone. Dwayne's back. What's on your agenda? Okay. Um, Yesterday in the Hamilton Police Crime, um, the Challenge service station in Lake Road got robbed and got ram-raided overnight. Yep. Yep, so how many times is this? That's their third time that service station's been done over. Was it kids? Um, yesterday when it was the robbery, there was uh, four youths that were masked and went in there. The person who was working there was out, out the back. Um, have, have the police caught up with these youths yet? Well, they've got to go through the video footage and everything. And also, uh, night before was... Uh, was the challenge at Nether Street uh, where it was actually perfect actually they caught the guy they smashed the door caught the guy coming outside with a um, a bottle bin well this is just adds this is just adds to a town that really needs some leadership it's um, um uh, with this proposed fight, I, I fl- fight. I saw the uh, reaction to uh, it by our mayor. Sorry, no, it's 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 no good. We we need some leadership from both city council, Waikato regional council, and also we need the police to be more proactive. And also, um, that one also is the challenge. Um, Go guess in Killarney Road has been. Burgled three times. Yeah, it's it's just. 
Look, when I came into town yesterday morning to go out to Rotatuna, there was a woman yelling and screaming her head off, um, talking on the phone. I don't know who she was talking to, but everybody in the transport centre could hear her. There is... And with this thing with the child also yesterday... No, no, sorry, that other one was uh, the day before. No, the uh, the one with the child, thre- the mother threatening to hit uh, hit the... Um, threatening to hit the child because she, she let the dog out of the car. I'm sorry, you don't hit a child. No, you don't actually, but yeah, as I say that, you know, like, hey, you know, um, this Hamilton police crime thing, that's brilliant to go into, it's the website. And um, it's just amazing what you get coming through. I'm, I'm going ha- to have, have a look at it later when I get home tonight. But another thing at the, at the transport centre yesterday, a woman was parked there and she was spitting on the ground. Oh. Trevor, I'm going to bring Trevor in. Afternoon, Trevor. Afternoon. It's, it's, this is how bad the city is getting. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of rough edges around the city as to what it used to be when I first came here in 1978. So, uh, what's upset you this week, uh, Trevor? Well, I've got a gripe with the City Council. Oh, add to to our list. And um, have you ever tried to ring a City Council, like Russell Armitage? Well, exactly what I'm going to mention, actually. Uh, The gymnasium next door to me had the back doors open and they had the music up so loud... And I've been to see them before about keeping the music down. So, blood, I'm going to ring noise control. Fifteen dollars later, I was no further ahead. I rung up and they transferred me to another section and then they transferred me to the area I want. And I waited and I waited and then they said, you're now number one in line. I said that about <laughs> half a dozen times and that was about ten minutes ago. And then they cut me off. And that yep. was fifteen dollars credit gone on my phone. Well, as Russell said, he said, get hold of our city councillor. Do you know who is on the west ward of the city council? Oh, no, no, not is, at all. Is, is Angela O'Leary on this side of the river? Yes, or, she is. How, how contactable is she? Where, where is Sarah Thompson? Where are, where are our city councillors these days? Well, I don't know who handles the phones for a start uh, and find out what's going on. Another thing about the city council, regional council got 0800 number service. Power companies have 0800 number service. Anything that's more than three doors in the the building has an 0800 number. But the city council, they do not. Yep. And that's where I lost a lot of credit. Now, if I was on a benefit, a restricted benefit, and I was living from day week to week, that would have been a lot of money for $15, and I've got no, nothing for it. I mean, why don't they bring that in? Somebody that is financially challenged can ring up these sort of services, get a response, and not be suffer financially. Well, as I said earlier, it took a bar owner on Hood Street to ring up the authorities, send them an email telling them what's happened to the lights in Hood Street. They were on last night, well, most of them were, but as I said before, Hill Street was in darkness last night. Well, Tristan Street lights are out next to my apartment. This this is a very serious matter. Our security is at risk for people who are, are walking around town at night and the light, half the lights are out. That's the roadworks. They're doing the roadworks at the moment. Like yeah. they, They've actually got like a lane cable underneath where they're doing the roadworks. Is this by Hill Street? 
Yep, by Hill Street and also Tristram Street. Yeah, uh, the one I'm talking about has been out before they started the roadworks. Yep. Uh, yep. So it's been out for a while. Yep. But it doesn't bother me because I, I don't need it lighting up yep. my apartment. Yeah, no. It, it, <laughs> well, n- normally normally uh, at Hill Street, a lot of the lights, <laughs> lights are on and they say the people are there at, um, say, at uh, the... Uh, Girls High, and some of the uh, lights on in the businesses, but no, it was pitch black on Hill Street last night. Burglar's Paradise. Also, um, even like the council, like for the police impounds and that, that goes through with Waikato, that goes through with Waikato security. Half the time that if the cops are ringing Waikato security, that takes, you know, takes their call centre, ages to answer their calls. Yeah, well, this is the same, same thing. I've had other people complain about to me about the delay of getting through. Yeah. At one time, if you run noise control, they're transferring and somebody answered it pretty well straight away. Yeah, no, because... I don't know what's uh, going on with their phone system. Because earlier, and uh, there was an article in one of the papers, I don't know if you saw it this week, there was a um, piece on uh, CitySafe the, where they watch, monitor the... Um, monitor the TV screens and well, there's over 100 cameras around town so so, what, uh, half those cameras working? Half those cameras don't even work. They're just there for a ploy. Yep. Half oh. of those cameras don't even work because like if there's a fight and that you know and then if the police want the details of um, did you see that on camera that, oh sorry um, our cameras are not working. Yep, no, well, that's... That, that, why can't that, they fix it? Money? Yeah, could be. Well, yeah, they've, they've increased... I, I know in Garden Place at night they've increased the um, wattage in there. It's, it's, it's more better than Garden Place at the moment. And, um, yeah, no, I, I walked through Garden Place last night. They must have had a show in, in there last night because people were just um, leaving there at... Um, it was a Chinese uh, festival. I thought that, I thought that was cancelled, but it, it, it did go ahead. Was yep. the was the lanterns there and everything? Yep. yep. Oh, I I missed that one because um, it, it, the, the the Chinese community in the city they they're a great bunch of people and they're very very friendly. Uh, they're, they're better tempered than some of the people that live here. The some of the Europeans and other nationalities. The Chinese are a lovely bunch of people. Yeah, probably. The, 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 I think they've been new to the country. They've probably. Got that friendly nature. I suppose yeah. we would if we went to their country as I'd, well. I'd love to go to China. Actually, it'd be a, it would be it'd be a good place to go to. Well, if you're um, going to walk the wall of China, pack a lunch because it's a long walk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk, talk about uh, talk about things in North Korea. Did you see the picture this week of the North Korean leader with um, with the daughter? She may oh, yeah, be. Yeah, I did. She yeah. may, she may be the next leader of uh, North Korea. Well, yeah. Well, this is right. I mean. I don't think they would have female leaders in that, in that kind of state, but they obviously... I've missed Talkback this week. Uh, what's been on Talkback? What was Duncan Garner talking about? Oh, yeah, well, I call it the Duncan Garner show because he does all the talking, and the best would be lucky to get a word in edgeways. But I never rung in myself this week because they weren't subjects I was really... Uh, Here, I, I, I missed it this week. In. I was, I was um, doing other things, and... Um, but we earlier we were talking about Rota Turner and how expensive the houses out there being out there yesterday afternoon, and I, I said to my brother and the other guy that was with us, I wouldn't like to dust those houses inside. They, 
It's an expensive area, some of those houses out there. They're worth about $65,000. Up, up was to, I, I see some, those, some of those houses look over a million dollars. Yep. Oh, yeah, they would be, yeah. And there's there. still more. Harrowfield is even up to about $5 million. Yeah, because I think that, I think, um, I think as you head out to Huntington and all that, yeah, it starts to get expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, more units being built out there at the moment. Yep. So and there's about another seven more stages. Yep, and there's been units built on Cameron Road just around the corner from me. So Is that those high-density housing? Yes. So and uh, uh, we've just got some houses just down the road from our place, which actually owned by the Waikato um, District Health Board, bought the land, and I just got told that across the road from where they took the house out, they're going to take these big units uh, these big units out, and that's actually owned by the Waikato District Health Board. Yep, uh-huh. and another thing too that I I talked to one of my former neighbours on Hill Street this morning in the warehouse, and he was and they were saying, hey, did you read about that um, Hill Street lodges on the market? Um, things have changed there in the last uh, few weeks. Um, some of the signage has been taken down. So is it no longer a night shelter because? Um, the caring and sharing part of the sign has gone down. So, yes, where I used to live is now up for sale. Wow, that was pretty quick. <laughs> that was pretty quick. Yeah, it's I in mean, the hands of a real, real estate, ago, real estate agent. It. Yeah, no, no. Um, my former next-door neighbour was telling me they're glad they're going um, oh, because yeah. of the trouble that's been there. Oh, I wouldn't like to live next to a place like that. This high-density housing... Yeah. That must be similar problems there as well, I'd imagine. Because mm-hmm. they're building them, you know, Glenland Avenue, that's quite an upmarket street. Yep. They've got them in there. Yep. I mean, you wouldn't get, look, you'd be lucky to get a house under a million dollars on that street. Um, did you ever travel around some of the high, rich places of Auckland? And like Parnell and all that? Yeah, I signed a, 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 a flat in Remuera. How, how much that was it costing you a week? Must have been a oh, bit no, of a I bought it. I bought it because I bought it after the share market crash. Yep. And people that borrowed money to put, make money in the share market lost it all and they couldn't afford the, the mortgage on their home and they had to virtually give their homes away. So I bought it in a, a, a flat or like an apartment for $96,000 in the early 90s and I t- Double my money in, in two years. Well, I wonder what. I wonder who's got that apartment now. Oh, it'd be worth a lot of money now. Probably be well over half a million now. That that area that area is strange because it's surrounded, of course, by Auckland boys' grammar, and they treat Auckland boys' grammar as a private school. It's not oh. a private school. It's, oh. it's, yeah, it's there, there. There's there's this thing with boys uh, Auckland boys' grammar. They there's a culture there. It could be, yeah, a bit like they have over in, in Britain. Uh, if you go to Oxford or something like that, you, you, you get to know the right people yeah. in, in the profession, professional yeah. world and they yeah. rub shoulders in yeah. later life. Or if you go to Eton or Harrow or something yeah, like well, that. Yeah, that's right, exactly those sort of and ones. And, of course, we had two royal princes that went to Eton. and they did, um, yeah. And poor old Prince Charles, now King Charles III, he was sent off to a... Boarding school in Scotland, in the remote Scotland, his father sent him there. So that's right. It was a very strict school, apparently, and he wasn't very happy. Yeah, there. no. Um, I think what uh, Charles at the time called it colditz and kilts. Yeah. He, because old um, the Duke of Edinburgh went there as a, as a child, and yeah. um, uh, no, because um, he was 
because uh, Philip had relations who were in the, in the Nazi party and because uh, yeah, he's German wasn't he yeah. yeah so so Philip is not to blame he had nothing to do with the Nazi party no well, it was quite an acceptable party in the early stages because they hadn't done any crimes yeah. back then yep so no poor old Charles got uh, sent to um, got sent to Gornestoon in Scotland and then of course he um, on a remote Scottish island a few years later, he was caught um, drinking a cherry brandy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He got into a bit yeah. of trouble with his father. and uh, Well, his father might have laughed at him, but uh, he was suspended from activities at Gordonstoun. Um, I forget which island it was, but he was, he was in a pub. He was underage. Yeah. His father was quite strict with him, apparently. Yeah. Um, but he used to get consolence uh, cons- from the Queen Mother. Yeah. He was very close to the Queen Mother, apparently. I, uh, I also read of it, it may be gossip, that uh, old Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have been separated for 55 days. So um, I wonder what's going on there. Is the, is, the mar- is the marriage over? Oh, it's like a soap opera, the royal family, I tell you. I mean, what's going on? Well, I've flicked through a few pages of the book on Harry, um, I wouldn't read it again. It's it's total rubbish. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, I, I don't think there'd be many good words for the royal family. Yeah. You know? Anyway, it is uh, four minutes to two. Need time to go. We're gonna, we're we're going to be quiet for the next uh, week, and we'll be back next week sometime. Somewhere. Did you have a power cut here in the studio earlier on today? Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, uh, there's a power cut in my apartment. Yeah, for about half an hour. At, at what time? Uh, headed on to one just after one quarter past one, and uh, then came to the normal time of transmission from here. Yeah, everything was okay on the radio, but still off in my apartment. So the power is still off in your apartment. It's, it's back on now. I wonder what happened. You haven't paid the power bill, have you? Oh no, no, because uh, if I hadn't, they wouldn't have put it back on. <laughs> hey, have you? Have you? Have you been out to check the meter? Oh, I checked the meter. I got a meter inside my apartment, and everything's all right there. What about other? What about, what about some of you people who also live in that building? Are they all right? No, I thought of mine out. They'll, they'll be out as well. See, so, yeah, something something has happened. Something has flicked a switch somewhere. Yeah, it was only about half an hour off, and then it came back on. It could be <laughs> uh, a temporary problem that was re- easily remedied. Hey, it's five to two. It's time for us to go. Catch you next week. We had Russell Armitage on. You probably missed the... Oh, well, listen to him. He's a very interesting character. He is. I'd like to meet him one day. Oh, you'll, you'll meet him one of these days. Five to two. Funny. Leave you with Helen Shapiro. It's time for us to go. Bye-bye. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.